Okay, good morning, beloved. Uh, so today I'm uh, doing um, a message on I am the head. I am the head. Okay, and uh, it's really going to change a lot of things uh, in your life, even as you meditate on this, okay, on this message. And uh, it did a lot of wonders for me. And um, we're going to like uh, expand on what God is saying when he says, I am the head. And we're going to look at the, uh, you know, the physical part of the head. And we're going to look at uh, the spiritual part of someone being the head. Or in the worldly sense, when you say someone is the head. But you won't understand the head unless you understand your own physical body first. And then you will understand so many more deeper things when uh, God is saying, I'm the head. Okay. And there's so many things. I know that after this message, a lot of you are going to see shifts in certain areas of your life. Okay. Because where uh, God is bringing a revelation to your soul and you're going to wake up in that area. And then suddenly you'll see, even as you're seeing yourself as the head, uh, you know, maybe your body starts coming into alignment. Okay. Your uh, certain things in your work start coming into alignment. Uh, maybe in your relationship, certain things start coming into alignment. Okay. Even as you awaken to the truth of I'm the head. Now I'm the head when when jesus says i am the head he's literally saying i am it's the same thing i am do you know for the first time when god said i am and we did a whole series on that right i am i am literally in uh, hebrew means the self-existing one that means i am i exist it means you just exist you are who you are okay and head means i am that's what you're saying okay so um uh, I quickly, uh, you have your notes there. So for those who are watching on YouTube, uh, I put a little link that has uh, the PDF of the notes that we're going to read today, scripture verses. Uh, but I'm going to start with uh, something in Genesis that I haven't put down in the notes. Um, so when God made us, God made his children, God made the sun, the moon, the stars, everything. And then God made Adam. He made him the head. Because the first thing that Adam did after he was put into the garden, God brought the animals, God brought certain things to him and then Adam started naming them. And even as Adam named them, and I just want to read that in Genesis. Okay, I'm on chapter, Genesis chapter 2, verse uh, 19. I'll just start from there. Out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. So Adam gave names to all cattle, to all the birds of the air, to every beast of the field. Okay, Adam began with the position of the head. Okay, and that's what he was doing. He was calling certain things and today they exist. So he called a cow, he called a dog and that was its name. And he began with the position of the head. Okay, and what happened after the fall? Okay. Before the fall, everything was supposed to be in a place of rest. They were only supposed to tend the garden. Everything was provided. And then after the fall, we read in chapter 3, and I'm just going to read the curse that came on Adam. Okay? Uh, uh, Genesis chapter 3, verse 17. Then to Adam he said, Because you have heeded the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you, saying you shall not eat of it, cursed is the ground for your sake. In toil, you shall eat of it. Now, he loses the position of head. Suddenly now, he has to sweat it out. And by his sweat, he's going to earn everything in life. He's going to labor for it. Okay? In toil, you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thistles, it shall bring forth for you. 
and you shall eat the herb of the field in the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground for out of it you were taken for taken for dust you are and to dust you shall return so adam was the head and the minute adam fell he lost the position of the head and somebody else became the head in this world that's why uh, jesus said you know the ruler of this world has come the ruler of this world that means the head of this world okay but he has nothing in me so when jesus came he is actually the supreme head okay but adam was given the dominion of this earth and then adam lost it and somebody else became the head of this earth let's just say that and all the chaos started and to date human beings are like sub, uh, you know they are uh, in subjection to creation in subjection to all things and even as you realize after the cross jesus came like the second adam he went on the cross he redeemed all of us back the lost sons back and now he's given that position of head again okay and so now we're waking up that we are the head that we're not ruled by anything and so that's why even in the physical body even as you realize that you are the head then all things your whole body is coming under dominion of you that's why uh, okay so let's look at uh, i just want to quickly take let's look at the physical body okay and before we look at the head in the spiritual sense so when you look at the head okay the head has all your five senses right except one so you have your eyes your vision then you have your nose is your smell you have your mouth which is speaking and taste okay you have your uh, your ears your hearing and then you have your hands your hands can feel something but your head gets it all of you gets that awareness of it right so your head actually has all things your head has your brain okay and it has your mind and that's why the bible talks about renewing your mind and why it's so important and so what if you chop the head off the person will die it's almost like all the members are of no use is if the head is not there and that's why the importance of the head and so sometimes uh, you know i shared this before also that you could be lying on your bed but if your head is not at rest your whole body will hurt the next day and though you are lying on the bed it's not called sleeping because you could be lying it's the act of sleeping but your body will pain the next day because your mind is not is not at rest your mind then falls asleep so it's not a position of like sleeping down that is called sleeping it's when your your mind shuts off you're sleeping you're resting that's when the whole body will have peace in the body and the next day you will feel refreshed but if your mind is awake and you're awake the whole night your whole body will hurt the next day so so much has got to do with the head and the head being at rest okay so physically we know so even if your finger is cut off or if your hand is cut off people who are mutated you know or mutation they have but if your head is still perfect people can still live and we've seen even in the kingdom of god where god has done such amazing things with nick in his life uh, you know i forget his last name but he goes all over the world preaching he's a man uh, who was born without limbs but how god has used his life in amazing ways okay to share about jesus and what god is doing in his life and uh, he was born without limbs and everything but the head controls everything and so if the head is is perfect is at rest then everything in the body flows from that okay now i want to show another thing about the head do you know that your head can see things now your your uh, 
in the head, in your five senses, all of these things that you're seeing, you can see things and let your senses govern your mind. And you'll be in unrest. It's because everything is getting picked up by your five senses, right? It's getting picked up by the five senses. But if your mind is not renewed, you can still be so restless. And so you have an example in the Bible of David. He looks at the same things, what maybe those 5,000 people army or more of Saul's is looking at the Goliath and all of them are, are picking up, all the five senses are in the head of those people who is looking at Goliath, but they are picking up different things and they're seeing different things and they're getting all restless. And then David comes, again, he's got the same five senses, he's looking at certain things but it's not affecting anything and he goes and takes down something like Goliath. It's because your mind rules over everything. He's allowing his, uh, who he is and the, uh, and the revelation that he has about the father to rule all his five senses. Are you understanding what I'm saying? And that's why, you know, in Beloved, I always encourage you. Uh, when, you when I say I'm the head, it literally means, now I'm, not, now I'm going deeper into not being physically the head. Now I'm giving you the identity of I am the head. And so you don't let your flesh tell you what to do or who you are. You don't let your flesh make decisions for you. And that's why sometimes I fast and everything is because on certain days I decide to eat. It's like even when I see things, I don't let it tempt me because I don't let my sense friend decide because I'm letting my senses be the head. Who I am. So now we're going deeper from the head. The head rules everything. And so now your identity is that I am the head. Okay. So now you saw if I cut off the head, if the head is not in order, the whole body is not going to function. The head is the ones that seeing everything, everything, getting all the senses together. It's the head. Okay. Now what about in the physical breath? Okay. The head, you go to anybody like a couple of days ago, someone mentioned, uh, you know, uh, they were telling me about hierarchy and they were like, oh, this person is the head. But then this person above them is the head of the head. And then if you talk to this person, it will get your uh, you know, work done faster. And so what does it mean? It means if you're going to higher hierarchy, whoever is the head, he has the absolute uh, jurisdiction, absolute authority over anything that anyone has spoken. That means he is the head over everything. Okay. That's why in today you're seeing in the court cases and they're like, oh, no, don't go this court. Let's go to Supreme Court. Why? Is because then if the higher court decides something, it will overrule everything of the lower courts. Because that is the head. Do you understand? And now the same way, look at in, a, in, uh, in Bombay. Bombay is called the capital, let's say. Bombay is the, uh, you know, sorry, Delhi. Delhi is the head. Okay? So how do you navigate certain things? How do you, what, what does it mean by something being the capital or something being the head? That means, and you'll really see when, when anything is the capital of anything, okay? Uh, like, for example, when I went to Spain, Madrid. Madrid is the capital, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, you see that everything in Madrid, it's even, it looks also, that entire place has got all the tallest buildings. It's got all the financial capitals, everything, because everything governs from that place. And it is the head. It operates as the head. Okay? And so... It means that wherever the head is, it has to do with power. So, you know, the definition of God in the Bible is God is love. Okay. 
and uh, and we have that revelation of, of the identity of I am the beloved. And now I want you to go deeper and get the revelation of I am the head because head has to do with power. And head has to do with dominion. And even as you start realizing that you are the head, you will land up becoming more still. You won't land up fighting as much is because, uh, you know, our president doesn't go to war. His people will go to war. Okay, the head only speaks and actions are done. The head only speaks things out. Is because he's the head. The armies go ahead for everything. Okay, and that's why in the storm, Jesus, he's sleeping in the storm. Is because he is the head. It means that he is the creator of the creation. And that's where you land up being still. Okay, so I want to, uh, you know, even in a military, uh, people who've had a military background. Okay, what is the first thing that they do in military? They'll try to get them trained in the flesh. And of course, they're getting all, you know, uh, they're pumping up. They get up early in the morning and everything. And they're going for their runs. They're, they're doing physical training. But a lot of it has to do with mind. And mind, getting the mind strong. Okay, and a lot of them are disciplined in their mind. So it's about getting at four o'clock in the morning. And I've seen those people, even after they've, they've left the military rule or whatever, that, that habit still continues on. Or I've also noticed in people who've been in boarding schools from a young age that they're very used to getting up at certain times, you know, and they have this sort of order in their life and it continues for the rest of their life, even way after they've left school, is because they disciplined themselves, okay? And um, you'll realize in the military, okay, a lot of it has to do with someone knowing the head has got everything to do with his, with his mind being really strong. And so even if they're beaten and things like that, they're just mentally really strong. And that's how you get into, uh, you know, that's what the military training, a lot of it is about, about making the mind strong. Okay. And so I'm just using that as an example, but I, uh, but you know, what God tells us in the Bible is about renewing your minds and it's about waking up. And the reason I'm using all of these uh, examples, I just want to tell you, he's giving you the position of, I am the head. And the more you're seeing yourself as the head in every organization, if you look at it in a company, okay, say you want your, uh, you're getting a promotion. And then whose hands does the promotion depend on, upon? It depends upon or it's in the hands of some head. Your bonus is in the hands of some head. Your sanctions are in the hands of some head. Your loans are in the hands of some head. Okay. And now I want you to wake up to realize I am the head. I am the head. Okay. And even as you start resting in that, you start seeing the very loans that you applied for that didn't apply, get sanctioned for years. And now suddenly they get sanctioned. It's because you are the head. You understand? All things are bowing down to the head. Now another, I'll give you, uh, you know, Jesus is the son. He didn't have to prove that he was a son to anybody. The devil ran from him, okay? Even as the devil came to tempt him in the wilderness and said, if you're the son of God, uh, you know, prove yourself, jump from here, jump from there, or, uh, you know, turn the, the stone into bread. He didn't do anything, right? Because he's the son. And then after that, he went in the revelation that I'm the son. Basically, I'm the head. I'm the head of all things. He goes and guess who is running? The devil and the demons are running from him. Now he didn't go and convince anybody that he's the head. Trust me, everybody knows who's the head. 
you can be in a company and maybe you need a tag i am the head and you have to put your uh, you know your designations up like you're the head and you need to find out but when god is saying you're the head trust me you're not proving to anybody everyone knows you're the head okay and our our job is that we don't forget we are the head that's it and even as you're going and walking in that awareness that you're the head everything is bowing down to the head everything is waiting for your approval and so now you you decide certain things and you rest in it and then everything bows down is because you are the head now start applying this truth into various areas of your life right now where you think of yourself as a slave or you're seeing yourself as a slave or you feel like you're dominated by certain things and just start resting that i am the head and in that area just start opening it up what does it mean to be the head in this area for me okay so let's go into um, let's just quickly read the words i've taken a few verses that say i'm the head in the bible in the new covenant um okay so i'm reading from ephesians 115 and then i've taken the greek words for that okay to just open it up for us ephesians 115 therefore i also after i heard of your faith in the lord this is paul writing in the lord jesus and your love for all the saints do not cease to give thanks for you making mention of you in my prayers that the god of our lord jesus the father of glory may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints that means even as you're waking up you are waking up to know what belongs to you your inheritance and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places now look at your position far above every principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this age but also in that which is to come i'm quickly going to read about the devil okay about lucifer and his fall and this is in uh, in isaiah 14 now what was the what what did the devil try to do his name was lucifer okay he was a chief angel in heaven the worship angel and what was his charge look at this in verse uh, in isaiah 14 how you are fallen from heaven o lucifer son of the morning how you are cut off cut down to the ground you who weakened the nations for you have said in your heart i will ascend into heaven i will exalt my throne above the stars of god that means i want to be the head he was literally saying i am going to be the head of all things okay he wanted to take god's position so this is what he said i will ascend into heaven i will exalt my throne above the stars of god i will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north i will ascend above the heights of the clouds i will be like the most high yet you shall be brought down to shoal to the lowest depths of the pit now look at this those who see you that is you and me those who see you will gaze at you and consider you saying is this the man who made the earth tremble the very thing that you are scared of and then god says whenever when someone looks at him he's going to say is this the man who made the earth tremble who shook the kingdoms 
who made the world as a wilderness and destroyed the cities, who did not open the house of his prisoners. All the kings of the nations, all of them sleep in glory, everyone in his own house. But you are cast out of the grave like an abomination branch, like the garment of those who are slain, thrust through with a sword, who go down to the stones of the pit like a corpse uh, trodden underfoot. You will not be joined with them in burial because you have destroyed your land and slain your people. The brood of evildoers shall never be named. Okay, I'm just going to end there. Basically, what, what was the charge of the devil, Lucifer? He wanted to be just like God and he said, I'm going to exalt myself. I'm going to exalt my throne higher than everything else. Okay? And then he was cast off. Okay? And after, and so he was cast off and so of course he was, and after the fall, uh, you know, what belonged to Adam, the devil took over and was ruling and everything. But God has taken us out and he's plonked you back in the position of the head. He is the head and now we're one with that head. And so you don't have to submit to everything that is coming against you. And even as you learn to still yourself, everything bows down. Okay, we're going to go deeper into that. And I'm quickly just going to read one more verse of uh, Isaiah 9. Okay, just to give you an understanding of what Jesus, Jesus did when he came. Um, I'm going to read it from Isaiah 9 verse 6. So this, this is not in the notes. This was God's plan. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Someone coming with a government. That's what I said. There are two realms. And I understand that there's a realm of this government. And physically, you know, all of these things in the world are shadows of things already are. At some point, there is wisdom of God operating in a realm. And so people just imitate the shadows. And you see those things. You get it? So even as there's a government in this realm, there's also a government of the higher, higher kingdom that you and I belong to. And we are from that place. And imagine the higher government gives authority about something. Okay, so let's quickly go in and start reading. Uh, I'm going to read the last verse of verse 12, on which I already wrote, uh, read Ephesians 1.22. Okay, and he put all things, and he put all things under his feet. Okay, uh, I'm sorry, one second. I just want to go back and read from verse 20. Okay, so he made him sit. He raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. You know, when uh, Lucifer was cast out and his angels were cast out of heaven, okay, there was some sort of rebellion that happened, right? Because the Bible says that all things, all, you know, all principalities, all powers were actually made through him and for him. And now there was some sort of rebellion and now the same principalities and powers were almost, they were not together with God anymore. They were against. That's what it means, right? Because Satan fell. And now through Christ, what Jesus has done on the cross, all of these principalities, powers, mights and dominions and every name. So you think it's a name of only a disease. But it just says every name. Every name that is trying to control you. It could be even in a relationship. Every name, every name of a disease, every name of an organization, anything, okay? 
and every name that is named not only in this age but also in that which is to come he has taken it all and put it under his feet and he's raised christ up over everything okay and he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church which is his body the fullness of him who fills all in all now let's look at that word head in greek it means kephale okay now i've just put down some definitions i've gone deeper and uh, i put but look at the definitions of it it means ruler or lord so now let's say he has put all things under hera's feet he has put all things under cyril's feet and given cyril to be the ruler and the lord over all things the lord over all things you know this place that i live in has a landlord and no matter what i do the landlord owns it and i can't do anything because he is lord of this place so the word lord means whoever is lord governs everything that's why jesus says i am the lord of the sabbath the rest that you are telling me don't do this don't do that don't do this on the sabbath but i am the lord of the sabbath it's like i own the rest okay he has put all things under your feet and made you lord over all things okay i'm going to read more and then we'll come back to what i'm uh, i'll share more on that colossians 1:9 for this reason we also since the day we heard it do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding that you may walk worthy of the lord fully pleasing him being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of god strengthened with all might according to his glorious power for all patience and long suffering with joy giving thanks to the father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light he has delivered you and me from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of his son of his love in whom we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins he is the image of the invisible god that is jesus the first born over all creation so he is the first born again and now with him so are we for by him now see this for by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on the earth visible and invisible whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers now i want to take one little break here remember when the bible tells us that our warfare is not against flesh and blood but it's against principalities and powers and dominion and then he's telling us but here so the bible is saying that yeah your your warfare everything is about with these principalities powers and then now god is clearly saying what christ has done he said uh he has put us he's raised us above all of these things whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers and all of these things that are even trying to war against you everything is under your feet so they only operate with lies trying to make you and that's why i tell you don't fight something that has already been fought the president of a country knows he's the president the prime minister of a country knows he's the prime minister because he had an election and then he won that position now someone came and say that you are not the prime minister he doesn't need to sit and do the elections again it's already been declared to everybody that he's won it and that's what jesus did on the cross he's already won something for you everybody knows everybody knows that everything has been done the spiritual realm knows okay and the only thing that the devil tries to do is make you believe that oh no nobody knows 
trust me he knows and trust me he is subject to you and if you are the head then basically he needs a lot of your approval and sanctioning to do a lot of the things and that's why you learn to rest your identity is i am i am i am just that word i am means i am the head over all things okay so trust me in in a workplace and your boss could be just dictating things and don't lose the identity of i am the head and even as you realize i am the head you learn to speak up for things that are the truth and even as you speak up for those things you realize you don't you didn't lose your position you actually got a promotion is because if you realize you're the head then it gives you the boldness to speak all things everything that comes into your life is is it might be coming from this realm or this world but you belong to another kingdom and so the source of it is from another government it's from another kingdom coming to you so you don't have to be you don't have to be a slave to things that you don't like you can stand up and speak okay so look at this all things were created through him and for him and he is before all things and in him all things consist and he is the head of the body the church who is the beginning the first born from born from the head that in all things he may have the preeminence that word preeminence is portio okay in greek it literally means to have the first place so now you're in christ and god has said that you know what i'm going to give hiral i'm going to give rishi i'm going to give za they have the first place that means if there's anybody there you have the first right it means to have the first place it means to be chief to be before all that's what uh, preeminence means to have superiority to have the first preference over everything in all things so wherever the sun goes he has the preeminence of all things so there can be and i tell people you know when they're applying for jobs do it unto unto the lord whatever we do we are doing it unto the lord okay that's what the bible says is because uh, you know i'm just like my father so i as a son should give the best like if anything is coming from me it has to be excellent because i'm representing the kingdom i'm representing my father but when i'm going and meeting people my rest is not in my excellence my rest is that i am the son and that because you're the son you have the preeminence okay in all things so look at this huh? let's read uh, colossians 2:6 and now just as you accepted christ jesus as your lord you must continue to follow him let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from christ for in christ lives all the fullness of god in a human body so you are also complete through your union with christ i've taken the new living translation which i'm reading so you also are complete with your union with christ who is who is the head now look at this he is the head over every ruler in another version it says rule and authority you and i are in union with christ who is the head over every rule and authority so now i took the greek words of those rule and authority 
Okay, let's let's read this. Gets very amazing. Okay, the word rule means beginning and origin. Okay, I'll quickly go through all all of those words. What it means? It means principality. It means power. It means some sort of uh, kingly rule. It means the beginning of all things. The beginning of the things spoken of. So the doctor said something, but it means the beginning of the things spoken of. The person or the thing that commences or begins something. The first person or thing in a series. The leader. The word rule also means in every area the chief, right? In in uh, you know it could be in time, in place, in rank. So now, look at all of these, and now you are the head. So someone says, "I don't have time." Uh, one second, but this says, "I am the I am the head of all time. I am the head of all order. I am the head of all place." Do you know there is an order of things, right? Jesus came in; he was above every order. He was above the law of gravity. He was walking on water. He took. Uh, water and he made wine into it. He was the head above every order. He was the head above every pattern of the world and this realm. He was the head of time. And so now it's saying this root word that comes rule. Rule means you're the head of rule. That means and the the word in another definition of rule it's even saying about the various applications of order. That means something of order of time of place. And now you're the head of that. You're the head of time. That's that's why time cannot rule you. If you are in a place where you say I have no time, you have let something else become the head. Time is supposed to be under you. You subdue it. A lot of times, trust me, you decide certain things, and they happen. And you will unconsciously see those things happen is because the head has decided it. You don't even know you're the head. But you are the head because you're waking up, and it's so natural that it's happening that because you decided it, things just shifted and changed, and appointments got shifted and changed is because you just decided I don't want it. Because in the natural sense, you would pick up the phone and call somebody else to change it, right? But if you are the head and if you decided it, and just because of the very decision that you made has changed all things, you are the head. So you look at the areas of your life where you allow certain things to rule you. And then you become a slave, and you've lost your position as the head, because the truth is you're the head. And then even as in that area you start coming back to the position of I am the head, you will see a shift in other areas. You just do this. You you apply this today. You want to see a shift in some other area? Do it in the other area that is under you, and you can shift something. And then you'll you'll do it in the microcosm, and you'll see ripple in another area that shifted. Because everything is it's not about things. it's about identity and so even as you awaken to the awareness that i am the head the very things that you were not the head in some other areas maybe suddenly shifted and you became the head so it could be just in your household you let somebody else affect you and what they say affect you and you just get affected okay and literally what you're saying is they are the head over you it shouldn't affect you you are the head you can you can allow certain people to affect you and not allow is because i am the head i choose that and then even as you made that decision tomorrow you'll be in a workplace and you'll realize certain things are not affecting you you're working perfectly you're speaking up now for the things you want to and now suddenly you become the head even in your workplace it works like that is because it doesn't have to do with 
uh, you know, we don't address problems in beloved, or that's not the way the father does. He affects all the lies here. I told you, like your soul is like a garden and he's pulling out all the weeds, pulling out all the lies that the devil has planted. And now he's refilling all the truths, those seeds, okay, of who you are, your identity that I am the head. Open that up, I am the head, just the way the head controls the whole body. Do you know that you're, spiritual, you're spiritually the head? I am the head. So whatever that situation is, and then you are the head. And I've seen this happen in my own life, okay? Of just applying it, in, it. When God says, I'm the head, he's not picking and choosing things that putting you in head. He just says, I am the head. And now it's your job to see where all areas, okay, that you've allowed yourself not to be the head. Because it's a lie. And you come back to the position of, I am the head. Okay, so look at this. So verse 10 says, you, so you also are complete through your union with Christ, who is the head over every rule. And that rule means over every principality, every power, you are the head of every beginning, of everything, anything that even originated, anything, anything, you are the head. Oh, they say the cancer is showing in your body and now it's gone to fourth stage, fifth stage. But it says you are the head of the beginning of it. That means you're the head. The reason why all of these things come into your body is because you didn't learn to govern. You, you begin with fasting in your body, your physical body. Okay. So basically when it says you're hungry, you don't eat is because now, you know why I tell beloved to fast is because I'm letting you be the head. You decide. And so even as your body is telling, I'm hungry, feed me, feed me, but you've decided no, and you will eat food when I tell you to. So now I'm giving you the position of the head. And then tomorrow, lying symptoms show in your body. And the same way they will not, not have dominion over you is because you choose to say, it's not in my nature to fall sick. I'm the head. And you realize these symptoms go away. You catch it. You're catching in the microcosm. Okay. So you are, I am the head over every ruler. That means I am the head over time, over any place. I am the head. Uh, okay. And... Jesus is the head over every rule and authority. What is the meaning of authority? Okay, let's go down. Uh, uh, okay, the word authority in Greek means exousia. Forgive my pronunciation. Okay. What is the, now you think about what is the meaning of authority? Authority means somebody who has authority to do something. For example, uh, in any area, in any area, uh, okay, there's a government, the government has authority to do certain things. You go to a building, the security will not allow you because he's got some authority over that place to allow you or not allow you. Okay, you go to uh, within an organization, there are ranks and people have authority and the based on the rank, they're given a measure of authority. And so the higher you climb, the greater the authority. Now read this verse that says, you are the head over every ruler and over every authority. You are the head over every authority. You know when uh, Beloved had a dream of having Amla during this time, right? Having Amla, it was just like, a, uh, it was just like wisdom given to us. Amla has got very high vitamin C, so say Amla, right? And then we, what, what we do as beloved church, we just released it. Yeah, like have Amla and Amla has, we've just been told this. Now, do you know that later on it went into the government and the government picked it up? 
and it, it has been recommending it. And how many of you know, right? That's been happening already with government authorities recommending that fruit as something to be had during the season. But who decided it? Who, who approved it? You know, you're the head and you sometimes you can not know uh, because you've already woken up, because you're hearing things, you've already woken up. Trust me, you are sanctioning many things. You are sanctioning many things. It doesn't come like a paper and you sanction. Just by you believing it and speaking it, you're already sanctioning so many things because you're the head. Because you've already desired it. That's what it means. Okay? You know, when you go to a, when you go to a restaurant, what do you do at the menu? You look at the menu, you see what you want to have, and then you tell the waiter, I want to have this. It's almost very natural. It's because you're the head and you decide the food. Okay? You know, in my uh, family, one of the things that they've taught the young kids is to be independent and make choices at a very young age. So even if we had our nieces and nephews, if we went out to a restaurant, and you know how the parents make decisions, we'll allow them to make decisions for them is because to teach them that you're making good decisions. So they're opening their menu, they're reading it up, giving still that position of being the head, making those choices, and then somebody else is overlooking and seeing that they're making those good choices. So tomorrow they become strong individuals. They're confident about making independent choices. Whereas when, I, whereas when I went to a fashion college, I had no, uh, you know, ownership over my talent. Somebody else decided it. My teachers decided whether something was, was uh, creatively good or bad. And how was it decided by the marks we got? And so my creativity and my good or bad rested in someone else's opinion of it. And then I had to be taken out of that identity. And I have to realize and call something. If it is good, I decided. And if it's bad, I decided. I don't let somebody else decide that for me. But these are small identities that came. Okay. I still remember in school, I was always known by the teachers as you're in weak in maths. You're weak in mathematics. And you know, I was so conditioned to believe this, that after I became a son, now I'm not kidding about this, but I genuinely felt like, you know, I, uh, because you get the wisdom of God, that I felt like there was a shift in that area. Okay, and I still remember I'd gone to, I wanted to go to uh, New York that time and go to a college there and I had to get some, um, you know, go for a master's, I had to do some credits and do some things. So I, I enrolled myself in a college in Bombay and uh, I got some tutoring done from this one professor and he told me, uh, and I had to do some geometry and trigonometry and all of this, and he said, you know, you're one of my brightest students. And that was like uh, honey to my ears. When he said that, because I've never, ever heard that, I said, what did you say? He said, you're so intelligent. Why didn't you pursue mathematics? Or why didn't you pursue this line? And I was so shocked that he said that is because for the longest time I've been told I've been a dumb student in maths in school. And then I realized it's about identity. You believed it. And so now you're following it. And someone, God used somebody else to pull a lie out and tell me that, you know what? You're, uh, you're very good. You're one of my most brightest students. And do you know that very words that he said, I aced that paper. And so it had nothing to do with, it, it was just about words spoken over me. They were lies. And even as a son, and I'd become a son at that time, I'd come into the kingdom and God planted this one professor there just to give in a truth. And even as I replaced that lie and I got my identity that, yeah, I am, you know, I'm really uh, intelligent in maths. Suddenly, how did I ace that paper? that I have failed my whole school life. Okay, that's what I mean by God pulls out weeds, weeds that were in your soul, weeds that people have spoken and now you're replacing truth. 
and through identity through who you are truth 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 comes your inheritance that's all the father wants you to do that's what means by abiding in the wine literally means take on the truth that truth that i'm telling you and even as you take on that truth everything will come so now you just think i'm saying i'm the head i'm the head i'm the head start believing that and now you will see that you went for a job interview and then suddenly you got it suddenly you're the head and you got it it's because it had nothing to do with the job it had everything to do with you believing a lie that you know what you were not qualified all of these years or you didn't have it all of these years or you're not the the lies that was spoken to you okay and you're pulling out those weeds and you come into the position of i am the head you come into that position no sickness can reign in your body because i am the head you decide you're ruling over it your absolute governance over your body okay you know if you let your feelings and emotions rule you it's like a person who's headless it's literally like that is because you're letting feelings and emotions rule you if anything comes to you but if you make up your mind you go in a cold country and if you decide just decide i'm not cold you'll realize you don't feel cold when you go out i've seen that happen okay and in the world you have a lot of people who do mind programming and that's still in the world that's still in the realm of adam and the fallen realm okay but identity has to do with everything what god says about you so imagine if cold rules you cold is greater than who you are it can be absolutely freezing cold and because you are the sun you are the i am it will not rule you or have dominion over you the same for heat it will not rule you or have dominion over you all of the creation everything is under us we don't allow it to rule and even as you wake up that i am the head over all my senses i am the head i decide everything is under you there is this guy in the us god gave him this revelation of like you are uh, you know cold doesn't rule you and so it was absolutely i don't know how many centigrade below freezing point and like just and this guy just has a cold water bath in a tub goes out he does i think for a couple of hours goes gets into his van goes does his shopping shopping everything in a t-shirt and comes back is because he just woke up that oh my god cold doesn't rule me senses don't rule me okay that's your that's your inheritance of i am the head uh okay so look at that okay so he's made you the head over every rule rule is time rule is anything anything that is ruling and authority so i'm just going to read in greek what authority is okay it's power to act authority authority means some even you know moral authority influence some sort of earthly power authority means someone who has control someone who has dominion someone who has some jurisdiction liberty authority means when when you say that someone has authority that means they have the power of choice that means i if if someone is working under me i have the authority to approve something not approve something okay liberty of doing something as one pleases i have the authority that's why in paul says you know uh, god has given you all things he set you free from sin but now don't use it as a liberty uh, don't use your liberty as an opportunity is now because you are a son okay you can do all things but you don't all things are permissible but all things are profitable okay you have the authority uh the power of rule of government the power of him who will and commands must be submitted to by others and obeyed generally translated authority that means anyone having any sort of power of choice any type of authority and now god has made you head over that authority 
So I know that in now put it in an application to whatever you're facing right now, and you think, but this one has said these 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 things. He's already given that wording. Now, if you're looking at it from a natural point of sense, from this worldview, you're going to see you're going to be defeated. But if you start seeing yourself as a son, that there is a government here, but the Bible says in Isaiah, I just read it, that Jesus came with another government, and you're part of that government. And that sort of government is higher, the law of life, than the law of sin and death. And I just want you to decide in your heart, what is, what is it that you want in this situation? I just want you to say it in your heart. What is it that you want right now? In that situation, what do you want to see? Because you're one with Christ. It's all Christ in you. It's legally yours. And I want you to right now, just see it as you being the head and you sanctioning that. Right now. So be it. And now just leave it. And now whatever comes your way, don't change your mind. Everything that comes to test you with your five senses and everything and tries to make you believe that you're not the head. You're not the head. doesn't look like you're the head. I want you to just rest in the position that you're the head, not by your five senses. Like David, he did not let his five senses determine whether he could take down Goliath or not. He chose in his heart is because of who he is. And that's what I mean. The position of I am the head has got nothing to do with you seeing whether you are the head. I want you to start believing it just because the father says, so I am the head. And in every area, start seeing I'm the head. You're ruled by your emotions. I am the head. I don't let my senses tell me what to do. I am the head. And you see that area will shift for you and you will share a testimony that everything shifted and you are the head. Is because that is the truth of what God has said. Jesus died to make you the head. The minute Adam fell, he was not the head anymore. Everything was ruling over him. And now you've come back to the position and now God has made you the head and everything is sub will subdue to you. Even as you don't forget you're the head. Okay? Let's go down to uh, <clears throat> verse 11. When you came to Christ, you were circumcised, but not by a physical procedure. Christ performed a spiritual circumcision, the cutting away of your sinful nature. For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized and with him you were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. You were dead because of your sins and because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ for he forgave all your sins. He cancelled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. This is where the commandments were nailed to the cross. In this way, he disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. You know, it says uh, we are fighting against flesh and blood, against spiritual forces, uh, you know, wicked forces and everything. But then in the armor, it just says to stand. And then it says, take up the shield of faith to quench the fiery darts. To quench the fiery darts. So what are the fiery darts? They're the lies. It's because here it says that God has taken the Ten Commandments, nailed it to the cross. So this way he's disarmed them. That means they have nothing, you know, when Job came and stood before God and uh, so when Satan came and stood before, uh, before God and accused that Job has done all of these things, you know, the devil doesn't have that position anymore. Because the Ten Commandments, the law has been taken away to the cross. So he has nothing even to accuse you of. He has been disarmed. So anything that is fighting is first, he's got to make you believe the devil's purpose is to make you believe that you're not a son. And just by saying a son, a son, but son has so many things. Son means even I am the head. And so it means I'm the supreme ruler of all things. You are the head and you are deciding things. 
guess what? I am the head means I am the approval on a lot of things because anything is going to the head to get the sanction. And once the head decides, that means it is done, it is finished. Every other word is gets nullified because the head has sanctioned it. So no, no matter how many people were against it and said, no, 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 no. And then it goes to the head and the head says, yes. And all the no's become useless. And then God says, who will believe my report? Or he, in other words, it's saying, who will believe that I am the head and you are the authority on that? You, you put your seal. I sanction it. People who've been waiting for loans and things like that. I want you to start coming in that place. I'm the head. And now that's it. You believe it. And then just, yeah, you sanction that. And you see the loans that didn't come or whatever you wanted, even some investment and it just come, come forth for you. Okay, start doing that today. Things that were in stuck in court cases for you. Things that were legally yours, that were taken away. Okay, and now you come. Yes, I am the head. It's mine. I decide. And I'm giving you the position of, you know, the advocate, the lawyer, right? Someone, the Holy Spirit, that's what he's doing for us. But now you're in the position of, I am the head. It's like the king. Okay, and you're uh, just start believing that. Just open it up to yourself in that very area. Start meditating on those. What does it mean? I'm the ruler. I'm the lord of the situation. Yeah, this is mine. That's it. And now you're not fighting. I don't want you to fight it. Just leave it. God just wants you to believe that you're the head. He doesn't want you to fight and prove it. He just wants you to believe it. And the proving and everything, trust me, it'll come to you. It'll get proven by itself to you. Because you're the head. Because the Bible, anything that God wants us to do is just believe. He doesn't tell us to do. The performance is on the Holy Spirit side. Our job is to believe who we are. And even as you believe, everything will come to you. Okay? Uh, so he's disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. So don't let anyone condemn you for what you eat or drink or for, or for not celebrating certain holy days or new moon ceremonies or Sabbaths. For these rules are only shadows of the reality yet to come. And Christ himself is that reality. Christ himself is that reality. It means he's the truth. Don't let anyone condemn you by insisting on pious self-denial or the worship of angels, saying that they have had visions about these things. Their sinful minds have made them proud and they are not connected to Christ, the head of the body. For he holds the head. The head holds the whole body together with its joints and ligaments and it grows as God nourishes it. Guys, the head, head holds the whole body together. So you think, how did this sickness come into my body? It's the head that holds everything together. And that's why I now physically don't see yourself as the head. You are the head. You are the head. Okay? It's in your nature not to have sickness in your body. That's why the Bible tells you to renew your mind to just believe. And even as you're not letting your body tell you who you are, your head is telling who it is, it will subdue, it, it, it will be subject to you. Uh, you know, if you decide you want to get up at six in the morning, and if you decided it without an alarm, you will get up at six in the morning. It's because you decided you wanted to get up at six in the morning. It will start happening. Okay, it's because you decided it. It's because now the head, you took the position of the head, the head decides and now the body follows. If you change your eating patterns, if you are having breakfast, lunch, dinner, and you, after 15 days, you change your eating patterns and suddenly you just started eating a meal after 12. Do you know that your whole body will come in alignment to what you've decided and you won't even feel hungry in the morning? 
what i'm trying to tell you is the body wants to be subject to the head it's it but it's after the fall the head just went didn't even think it was the head anymore and so the body is like a body out of order any organization if the head is corrupt it's just corrupt all the way it's corrupt all the way but if the head is in order there can be no corruption is because everything flows from the head and that's why i remember there was a point where i was trying to meet the pastors in the city you know when i remember that they were not there weren't churches at the time teaching grace and the finished work and i thought instead of trying and affecting the members it didn't matter because if the head didn't see it it just didn't matter it would just flow it would just flow and people would be sick and people and i remember i entered a church at that time and someone had there was a lady who had who had cancer at that time and there were a bunch of people just sitting around her and first telling her to accept cancer and then i was just so broken i was like this girl just wants to be healed and you're telling her to accept cancer uh, you know that it is the will uh, first take god's will how can you pray for somebody if you confuse that person that it could be even god's will to give you the cancer and so even as there were 10 people around and i remember being in that church and uh, i asked this one girl i was new there and she said uh, uh, i said you know i i'm looking for a church that teaches the finished work and she was like what do you mean by finished work and i just knew where i was i was like is that news to you you don't know what finished work means and so i decided i'll meet the pastor maybe because everything is flowing down from the head and then the meeting just didn't go uh, didn't go the you know it was i i knew that the person just didn't want to receive anything and uh, and that's when beloved came about a year or two later okay because everything flows from the head trust me and so even sonship okay it's not about we're not about numbers it's about if you see yourself you are the eyes do you know that it will flow to the body and so after some time you start hearing that even others are speaking the same thing other churches is because we are part of the head and if you see it if i touch it do you know that the whole body feels it so even if one member gets it everyone gets it and so that's how we are waking up hey i have some people say oh beloved you're saying that but we are hearing that in this space in this space because everything flows from the head and that's why we release life into the body also all the revelation that we get is releasing that life right because if you get it everyone gets it okay and so even as everything is flowing from the head down and so even as you're waking up trust me your body will come into alignment so now what is this saying where was that yeah uh, i'm in verse 19 and they are not connected to christ the head of the body for the for he that means the head holds the whole body together with its joints and ligaments and it grows as god nourishes it it's the head that means it's your mind it's your soul and go deeper okay now your mind is very different from your senses don't connect them your mind decides so your senses can be seeing but if you've decided you're the head because that is the truth everything your your senses can see things and you won't get affected i remember the first time i'd gone when i came to know i can lay hands on the sick and they can get well i remember going and testing my powers out so i wanted to go to icus that time and you know when you used to get the request of does anyone have blood on the phone you'll get blood donation give blood so i would pick up that number and say i don't i don't want to give blood but i'll come and pray for that person and so i remember the first time i going to hinduja and praying and uh, the first time when i saw all those noises of the ventilators i got overwhelmed because the body is bloated and everything and it just was greater than who i was and it gave me fear because the problem looked bigger than who i was but i still did it anyways i still laid hands i still laid hands and i i remember hinduja doctors allowed me to do that because people started getting healed and going to the normal ward 
and then after some time when i kept doing that regularly the noise is going to affect me as much and so the bloated body didn't affect me as much and then things started getting done quicker maybe in 3 days is because my awareness of who i was was greater than my five senses i had rested and so you know i tell everybody test it test it it's like a muscle and you do it and you do it and it's okay you still do it you still do it and then one day you wake up and oh it's not in my nature to fall sick so you do it having a pill you do it having medicine it's not in my nature and you do it and you do it and then one day you just get up it's not in my nature and your knowing is greater and everything just leaves okay and so you cooperate and co-labor with the holy spirit in that uh so the head holds all things together okay verse 20 you have died with christ and he has set you free from the spiritual powers of this world you have died with christ he has set you free from the spiritual powers of this world so now someone to say someone is that doing some black magic on me someone is doing some witchcraft some curses he has set you free from the spiritual powers of this world so why do you keep on following the rules of this world or the patterns of this world don't handle don't taste don't touch eat breakfast lunch dinner uh, you know get married at 20 or have a baby before 40 there are cycles and patterns of the world and he's pulled you out of these i'm not saying don't do any please go ahead and get married at 20 if you meet somebody have a baby but i'm just saying sarah had a baby when she was almost 80 i think okay and uh, my point is as a son we do not have to be conformed to the patterns of the world and how will you even know if you're not put in that position okay to break some some cycles okay so uh you know like earning money every day slogging it out you don't have to you can make wise money okay uh, just the patterns of the world such rules are mere human teachings about things that deteriorate as we use them these rules may seem wise because they require strong devotion pious self denial and severe bodily discipline but they provide no help in conquering a person's evil desires now look at this since you have been raised to new life with christ set your sights on the realities of heaven on the truths of heaven where christ sits in the place of honor at god's right hand think about the things of heaven not the things of the earth for you died to this life and your real life your true life is hidden with christ in god in the father it literally means i've taken you out of this one realm and put you in the realm of the son in the realm of the father now and so your whole life is in the father you know all your problems are also in the father <laughs> i mean that's why you're victorious that's why you're in the realm of life that's why you can't have death you'll realize all the problems and everything came but it still manifested at the end result it was just like you lied you did all terrible things and still it just bear fruit i'm not telling you continue that i'm just saying too bad you received jesus as your lord and savior now you get to live in the realm of life it's no more by works and so everything produces life but all you're doing during the time is just saying oh it's not in my nature it's not in my nature it's not in my nature why did i allow this i started in my nature and you're waking up to realize how one you are with the father there is no difference between you and christ don't let your mind separate what god has joined you start believing i died it's all christ in me who died i i i you want to receive i however you want i died so then it's who it is in me it's christ christ knows what to do christ is not confused whatever christ does is going to bear life okay uh 
Since you have been raised to life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven where Christ sits at the right, at the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of the earth, for you died to this life and your real life, you died to this life and all the problems with it. And your real life is hidden with Christ in the Father. And with Christ, who is your real life, your life is revealed to the whole world. You will share in all his glory. So put to death the sinful, earthly things lurking within you have nothing to do with sexual immortality, immorality, impurity, lust and evil desires. Don't be greedy for a greedy person is an idolater, worshipping the things of the world. Because of these things, the anger of God is coming to be used to do these, you used to do these things when your life was still part of this world. But now, but now is the time to get rid of anger, rage, malicious behavior, slander and dirty language. Don't lie to each other for you have stripped off your old sinful nature and all its wicked deeds. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. In this new life, it doesn't matter if you are a Jew or a Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free. Christ is all that matters and he lives in all of us. I want to quickly go to Deuteronomy 28. The blessings that came upon in the Old Testament, whenever you obeyed all the commandments of God, these were the blessings that came under it. Okay? Now, see this. Now, it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you to raise, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth. So, first is coming position. High above all the nations. That means, first, I'm going to make you the head. You're, you're seated in Christ. That's, that's what Psalm 91 is. Secret place of the Most High, which is where you and I are today. In the secret place. In the kingdom of God. In the Father. And so if I'm in the Father, no sickness can touch me. No devil can touch me. Nothing can touch even my family. Okay, whenever I go, angels are all around me. So now look at these places of being seated. High. So first comes position. God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. And now all of these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. Because you obey the voice of the Lord. Look at this. This is all the blessings of being the head. Blessed shall you be, blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the country. In the country. Okay? Blessed shall be the fruit of your body. The produce of your land. Like my mom shared, our cotton crop should eat 15 or 20%. We're getting double. The, the produce of your land and the increase of your herd the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flocks. In today's world, it would be if you have an organization, do you know that everyone even working for you is going to be blessed because of you? So everyone is going to be blessed. If you are working in an organization, you could be an employer there, but your boss is blessed because of you. And you'll realize that the company is doing very well just because of you. Okay? Blessed shall be your basket and your netting bowl. Your eating, whatever you're doing, your Everything that you're doing. Blessed shall you be your basket and your netting bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out. Blessed shall you be. Holy shall you be among this virus that you're going and you're sanitizing everything. Blessed shall you be. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. You know, I love the part when Jesus, when the soldiers and all came to get him and he just said, I am, and they all fell. Oh, he is the head over all things. Now someone says, Are, but free will, 
how they all felt he just said i am and he was over everything and they all just felt okay the lord will cause your enemies to rise against you to be defeated before your face they shall they shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways the lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand to do and he will bless you in the land which the lord your god is giving you this was about the promised land coming but now that's what you have he's blessed everything that you are doing in this covid time you will not lack you will still see blessing and prosperity and much more the lord will establish you as a holy people to himself that's what you are today beloved just as he has sworn to you if you keep the commandments of the lord your god and walk in his ways then all the peoples of the earth all the peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the lord that you are the beloved and that and they shall be afraid of you trust me people will be afraid of you because they will sense a power and a dominion that you walk in okay and they shall be afraid uh, afraid of you uh, that all the peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the lord and they shall be afraid of you and the lord will grant you plenty of goods in the fruit of your body in the increase of your livestock and in the produce of your land in the land of which the lord swore to your fathers to give you the lord will open to you his good treasure the lord is to your father your father will open to you his good treasure the heavens to give the rain to the land in its season and to bless all the work of your hands you shall lend to many nations but you shall not borrow this is the position of the head you shall lend to many nations and you shall not borrow the lord will make you the head and not the tail you shall be above only and not beneath in other words he's saying someone who's at the head is above only that's why the bible says set your mind on things above come back to the position of the head and don't let these earthly things get get you sucked up that's why why do you cast your cares why does the devil uh, the bible tell you what tell you cast your cares because you have a heavenly father come back to the position of head because the devil wants you to suck you to a position of you know whenever you worry you're basically becoming a slave okay and you come to the position of i'm not the head i'm beneath and now even as you cast those cares you're coming back to that position of i'm the head and when you know you're the head trust me everything is bowing down because you are the head you don't have to prove your sonship to anybody everything knows you're the son okay and the lord will make you the head and not the tail you shall be above only and not beneath above only and not beneath if you keep the commandments of the lord your god which i command you today and you are careful to observe them so you shall not turn uh, aside from any of the words which i command you this day to the right or to the left to go after other gods and to serve them you come back to the position of the head and christ what he did on the cross you're one with the head okay look at this in 1 corinthians 11 verse 3 but i want you to know that the head of every man is christ the head of woman is man and the head of christ is god the father the head of any son is the father and we are one with that head ephesians 5:23 for the husband is the head of the wife so also christ is the head of the church and he is the savior of the body you know someone who understands if you understand the word head you will not think of uh, treating someone badly when it says the husband is the head it says christ is the head of the body 
when you are in the position of the head, everything is in order. It's a, it's a, if you understand your oneness with the father, that you're one with the head. When, when Adam saw Eve, he, he said, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. He saw oneness. After the fall came all the high, you know, uh, it said to Eve that, oh, you will want his heart and he's going to rule over you. But before the fall, everything is oneness. Okay. And even as you understand your oneness with Christ, then you understand of how you're the head. And the head is love. Okay. The head is a place. Uh, the more you know you're the head, you land up resting in all things. You won't land up fighting in all things. Because head means supreme ruler over every situation. I am the head. So if I am the head, if I am the approval, then why I need to fight? Everyone is waiting to come to me only for approval. So I am the head. So that person will just be the most relaxed person. If you understand that you're the head. Okay. Look into today the areas of your life where you where you allow yourself. You're still the head. The truth is you're the head. But you can allow, you can lose your position as a head and allow yourself to become a slave. To your body, someone who's eating just like, you know, letting food be the head. Okay. In a relationship. And you, and trust me, the minute you come to the place of I am the head, you'll realize how everything actually comes back into balance. Okay. It's because you are the head. You're coming back to that position. You're, you're taking on the identity of I am the head. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to close uh, today and uh, I want to just uh, pray in things. I want you to apply what I said. Okay. And um, what I really want you to do is even as you, uh, even as you, I just want you to start believing that I'm the head. Okay. The Bible says that whatever is not of faith is sin. So anything about the kingdom and the father, all he wants you to do is just believe you're the head. Just start believing I am the head. And then what the Holy Spirit is going to do, the Holy Spirit is going to show you areas of where you, you are the head, but you allowed yourself to become a slave. And you start pulling out all those weeds, all those lies that the devil has told you. And where you never saw yourself as the head. Or you let even, you know, you can be three children and just because someone is the older brother, older sister, uh, you, you took on the position of not the head. The son is the head. These are all identities. Okay, the son is the head. And even as you come to that position of I am the head. Okay, be it any area right now. If things have, you know, you, you've seen like court cases and things like that, that that have gone amiss and you know, and then you, I want you to just believe that I'm the head. And then I want you to believe and I want you to speak certain things that you want in that area to see rightfully yours. And you're going to see within the next couple of months. Now, if everything, the minute you get an identity and a truth, everything comes to test that truth. Because it's a REM. It's like a spiritual thing. Okay? Because the more you wake up, it's bad for the, the devil. You're taking dominion. That's what it means. And head means dominion. You're taking territory. Okay? But you start seeing a shift. And all I want you to do is just rest. And test doesn't mean like, oh, to test. It just means to test means you're not the head. So you believe you're the head and oh, it looks like, oh, yeah, you know, it's just going crazy. And don't change. Don't let the situation change you what you're saying and believing that I'm the head. Even if you lose the, the case or anything, oh, I'm the head, I'm the head. And then you'll realize that oh, everything shifts. I don't know if governments have to shift or anything had to shift for you to be the head about that situation, okay? Because that, you're that powerful. You're the head of all rule and authority. That means rule means government. And I'm the head of the government and all authority. That means time, order, some sort of, laws and governance and I'm the head you are the head 
So don't look at the earthly rule and let, let certain situations dictate you. When God is saying, I'm the head, guys, Christ is the head of the universe. He's the head of the beginning of all things. And now he's calling you, you're one with, one, one with him. And I'm the head. So I'm the head of all time. Okay, that's why time can't rule you anymore. Okay, and just, you know, it's just going to come to you. The Holy Spirit is going to do that. So we're going to pray. You're going to come to an awareness. And even as you've just heard this message, things will just pop up and you'll start seeing yourself into that blessing. Okay, I want to let, uh, before I close today, Rishi quickly share something, uh, a testimony that he had. He's a son and beloved. And uh, Rishi, just to know, uh, Rishi had a, uh, during the COVID time, Rishi had an amazing job shift. And, um, uh, and even wherever the sun goes, uh, the sun is favor. So you are favor and also you will give favor to other people. Okay. And he's walking in the position of a head, in the awareness of a head. He already knows it. Hello, everyone. Uh, in beloved, uh, we, we are the sons of God, just like Jesus, I would say, as Jesus. And it's all Christ in us. And uh, wherever we go, we give life, like how Jesus gave life and uh, has been light in this world. So uh, it's been a week, like, you know, I joined a new university and um, the new rankings came up like yearly. Okay. There is a publication name is Guardians uh, who gives ranking to UK universities where I'm working and helping students to study and enroll and take admission at a particular university. So the new university I joined, they had a big jump, okay? So they went above. They, uh, from 45th ranking, they went to 28th ranking. And uh, that, that's never happened in history. I think that's the best ranking. So my manager messaged me over the weekend that like, you know, uh, the ranking has gone up since the week I joined. So I told him lots of good things are gonna happen which like were not happening, get ready for like, you know, lots of good things. And uh, it's, it's a blessing, I would say, when I have joined. Uh, I am a blessing where I go and it's gonna manifest. And it's gonna, university is gonna see the fruit, which has never happened earlier. Wow. That is so good. Uh, you know, that is the truth. Rishi just goes from one university who was actually ranked high. And then all he does, he just, Leaves, he goes to another university and now he checks the ranking and it's 20 notches. The other university that left is 20 notches down and this is 20 notches up. How does that happen? How does that happen, guys? It's because the sun, the head left and the head joined somewhere else. And now that university is catching up to the head of being number one. Head means superior, preeminence, the first place over all things. And you are the head. You are the first of everything, you are the first. Now just rest in that, okay? I bless the old university uh, because, um, yeah, they, they were at ranked, uh, like, you know, they were ranked 12th last year and uh, they went to 41, from 12 to 41. So I, I still have, I'm an alumni of the university, so I still bless them and uh, wishing them all the best, yeah. Amen, amen. Uh, I love such testimonies. Yeah, it's, you know, uh, this is what I mean. You will realize uh, who you are. You'll catch up sometimes to realize that you're the head uh, by just where you're going. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna, uh, I'm just gonna end this recording uh, and then we'll share one more testimony someone has. 
Uh, okay, uh, you know what, Urbi, so I'll let Urbi share her testimony. One second. Urbi, this is being recorded, okay? So, hold on. Yeah, share. Okay. Uh, it's about my sister. Uh, just one week back, she called me and uh, uh, she told me that uh, she wants to close down her business and because she cannot handle because she's working also and she's she's single mother. I never spoke to her something because she was very angry that she, nobody was supporting her for my family and uh, so then she called me up and she's like, you know, I'm very tired of this. I cannot handle the situation alone and uh, so I gave her a suggestion, do this, do that. So she was not talking to me that I'm irritated. So somewhere, uh, even she knows that when I'm praying, God is answering. Some, she doesn't talk to me and uh, I never told her that you pray. Even I never prayed for her. Uh, so she only prayed that she told me later on that uh, that day when she was crying in the night that you are really God. You know, I have lots of problems and I cannot uh, handle it alone that I want to close down the business. I want someone to take my business and everything. So she left and then uh, uh, her, she was very busy because after she prayed, uh, the customers uh, started coming like anything where she has no time. She has no time to you know, do anything like, you know, back to back customers. So then uh, she, I never called up for four days. And then after four days, uh, some person came and told her that, uh, you know, I heard that you want to close down the business. I would love to take your business. And uh, she was like, uh, how come, like, you know, why, what is the reason? So she, she he told that uh, in September month, uh, the, it is the last month where she has to pay the rent. Uh, it means she has to uh, give away that place. It means it's the last, last one year is over for the possession or whatever it is. So that person told that uh, you have to leave this place in the September. So she was like, in a month, I have to do everything so that person came and is like i will take your entire business once the september month will end you let me know what is the cost generally if somebody is taking the business they will take it in a loss like you have to take a loss but this person told not doing for the business i want to donate so she's like how come you want to do it? But they know I'm doing it for sake of it. I want to do it. So she was very weird. She said, what's going on? And then uh, next day, one more person came where the shelves and the, everything is there. Where she was worried that where I'm going to keep because her house is not that big. Because big shelves and the, the glasses and the dummy dolls and very, many more things were there. So she was worried where I'm going to keep all these things. Next day, one more person came and he told, I'm going to take everything because I want to start my new business. So let me know what is the price for that. So he's like, I'll pay you for that. And she was shocked. It, it's not even took up four days to solve the problem. And I was not aware about anything. She called me up and my mom told me like, uh, she's very happy. Just talk to her what happened. I don't know. So I just called her up like, uh, what happened? So she told me the entire story that this is what happened. And that night, I don't know. I was praying and asking God that, you know, if you, if you were there, solve my problem it took four days to close down her business now in september month she doesn't have any debt or anything with everything she's going to empty and she was like so happy now she's so tense there's no tension for her like for the end of the month amen what a cool testimony so she was very happy <laughs> uh, communion yes okay hold on 